if you're not getting where you want to be and you've got all this, the marketing tactics and all the marketing strategies, then it's up here. You're sabotaging yourself and you don't even know it. That's the thing. You don't even know it because it's so hard to self-diagnose. When things are not going well, I immediately go back to the mindset piece because then it changes my energy. It changes my thought patterns, right? So if I'm thinking negatively, if I'm looking at the negative, if I'm looking at the problem, instead of looking for solutions, you get caught up in this dark spiral and you need something to break out of it. And that is, that's the mindset piece. And that's what you do so brilliantly. You are listening to Wealthy Advisor Mindset Podcast, a show dedicated to helping financial advisors grow their AUM while enjoying a great quality of life by creating a high-performance mindset. Guiding you on this podcast is none other than Nina Cook, a seasoned mindset coach who has worked with hundreds of business owners over the last decade to dissolve all their self-sabotaging behaviors and habits to achieve their business goals so they can have a much bigger impact and make much more money. Throughout the show, we'll deliver actionable strategies to grow your practice more easily and quickly while revealing the incredible possibilities that emerge when you tap into your best self. Ready for a breakthrough that amplifies your impact and profits? Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back. I'm so excited to introduce you to my guest today. He's been a friend of mine for a while. He loves mindset as much as I do. He works with financial advisors. He walks his talk. Please give a very warm welcome to Dave D. Dave was a struggling magician. Then he discovered the power of sales and marketing, and his business skyrocketed from three shows a month to 25 shows a month in less than 90 days. Other business owners started taking notice, and they started asking Dave for his advice. Because he knew he could make a Big impact on people's lives as a coach, consultant, and speaker, his new business was born. And this is what he does today. He helps financial advisors and other entrepreneurs to scale their businesses using stuff that works really, really well. I've had the pleasure of working with Dave, and um, he shared some great strategies with me, and I know that you're in for an absolute treat. Dave, a very warm welcome. Thank you. It's so great to be here. and Thank you for that nice introduction. It's, I'm so pleased to have you here because I know you're going to be sharing some great stuff around mindset. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. And what's interesting, um, Nina, just to get started, you mentioned you know, in, in my introduction that I used to be a professional magician. And then I went from doing three shows a month to 25 shows a month in 90 days. And my, my fourth month, I did 57 shows. But when I usually talk on entrepreneurial stages, I leave out and tell my story. I leave out a, a key component, um, which is the mindset component. I remember, and it was really the catalyst that changed everything for me. Uh, and by that, I mean, um, I was working at the time before I was a professional performer, I was working at a little magic shop inside a hotel uh, in downtown Atlanta, Georgia. And I, man, I was only making $18,000 a year. And I had this dream of being this performer and being successful and making all of this money and working for myself. And I didn't do it. And I had this huge blame list. 
So I blame my parents for not believing in me. I believe I blame the economy. I blame prices. I blame I had a huge blame list. And then one day in the back room of in the office, there was an audio cassette program that shows you how old this is, an audio cassette program. And it was by a guy by the name of Jim Rohn. And the name of the program was and just the name, just the title of the program hit me upside the head. And it was Take Charge of Your Life. That was the name of the program. And I started listening to these cassettes by Jim Rohn. And he told the story, interestingly, about how he had a blame list. And he showed his blame list to his mentor at the time. And his mentor said, well, this is a nice list you have here, Mr. Rohn. There's only one problem. You're not on it. And and it really hit me. And that was really the catalyst that changed everything and said, hey, I've got to take charge here. Things aren't the way I want it to be. I can't blame other people. And that's what led me to learn about marketing and learn about sales and learn about business and really go for it. But without that mindset piece, none of that would have happened. Wonderful. So tell me, you became aware of your mindset. It hit you between the eyes when you looked at this tape. And I've heard so many very successful entrepreneurs share very similar stories about, you know, they listened to a tape or they read a book and suddenly they realized that they had to work on themselves. How did your mindset change? What, what, what was that? What was that path that took you from someone who was, you know, making 18K a year to suddenly booking all these shows? And I imagine that your income. Yeah. Oh, God, everything, everything changed. I paid off $80,000 in debt. I bought a new house. I bought a new car. I was living my dream life. I mean, it was incredible. And it was a very quick change, very quick. That's Because sometimes when changes happen, our mindset doesn't catch up with it. It takes a while, and then we can self-sabotage again and fall back down to earth. Oh, what a great point. Yeah, I mean, this is why you're so great at what you do. That is such an important point, because what happened was I got so into the sales and marketing, you know, and that's what I teach today, but I got so into the sales and marketing that I thought, well, this all I don't need this mindset stuff anymore, right? And guess what happened? Well, I struggled for a little bit because there was a dip because I didn't keep working on my mindset. I didn't keep working on my psychology. And so I think people can swing too far in um, both directions, right? They can just totally work on their mindset and on their psychology and on their thinking and never actually take any action. But uh, the other way is also bad. Uh, and, and in some ways, it's it, it's worse because you are going to hit that plateau. So it's a, it's a never ending, continuous thing. And it really is the trigger. And I really think it's the difference between folks that are doing well and folks that are super successful. And in most cases, it's absolutely the thing that you need to go from even if you're super successful to go through that to that next level that you find is elusive. Right. To answer your question, what changed for me was that I did have control. Right. I did my I did have control over my actions. Now, I didn't have control over the results, but I had control over my actions and I could take control of my life and I could set goals and um, I, I could be positive as opposed to looking at the negative. And all of those things at without that, I wouldn't have seeked out how, how to how to grow my business. 
how to make my dream a reality. And I think for um, a lot of advisors, right, they get caught up in the products that they're selling or maybe even in, in the sales and marketing, and they can't understand what, why aren't I getting ahead faster? And in most cases, um, or in a lot of cases, it's the mindset piece. They already have the skills, but when they're talking to a prospect or when they are uh, are speaking in front of a group to generate leads, um, not having that powerful psychology behind them or inside of them really will uh, inhibit them because it comes out. It, the, the audience can sense it on a subconscious level 100% for sure. And so, as you know, we do a lot of, I do a lot of speaker training, specifically with advisors, helping them when they're doing webinars or helping them when they're doing their presentations. And everyone thinks, well, they're so focused on the slides and the content. Yeah, but your energy and what you're projecting out to the audience is way more important than uh, simply um, what's on your slides and the content that you're delivering. Yeah, absolutely. I know you're brilliant at doing that. What do they need in terms of mindset? I might, or I could ask this in a different way. One of my favorite questions: What what do you think separates the very very successful advisors from the ones who don't achieve their goals? You know, they may have been doing it for decades, and they still feel they're five, ten, fifteen years behind where they would want to be. What's the difference between those two sets of advisors in terms of their mindset? Yeah, well, there's there's two different mindsets, and I believe it was in the it's in the book mindset um, is is the name of the book, and she talks about the author uh, talks about a growth mindset or a fixed mindset, and you can explain this better than me, so you might want to take over here, but I really think that that is the the difference. So if someone has a fixed mindset, uh, meaning hey, this is the way things are, this is the way I've done things forever. This is the way that we do it inside of the industry. This is the way I've been taught, you know, and then and then they just keep pounding away at the same things that they've always been doing, as opposed to the growth mindset, which is, hey, maybe there's a better way to do this. Maybe I can go beyond what I'm doing. Um, uh, Maybe I should seek out uh, something uh, different. Uh, and I, I think that's it, especially for advisors who've been in the game for a long time. I've got one advisor in, in one of my programs who is 80 years old, and I'm just so impressed that he's, I mean, this guy doesn't need to be in my program, right? But he is because he's looking for that, that slight edge and he's looking for new information uh, and, and new ideas. Uh, which is really impressive, right? He has a growth mindset and he's at the the top uh, of his game. That's very impressive and very inspiring. Why do you think, I mean, not all financial advisors, obviously, but many financial advisors overlook the mindset piece and you know, they, they're interested in the marketing and the selling, which are obviously key pieces for them to grow their practice but they're looking for the next strategy, next system, implement this or implement that. What? Why do you think it's something that's so overlooked in that industry? Oh, it's not just that industry. <laughs> Every <laughs> I mean, industry. <laughs> I mean, it's not that je- I can answer this because I overlooked it for, for so many years. And, and, and quite honestly, Nina, even today, I sometimes fall back and, and ignore that piece. And when I do, 
when I'm in a slump and everyone goes in a slump, right? Everyone knows that or everyone watching this or listening to it. And um, what I immediately go to is not, I need another tactic. I immediately go back to the mindset piece. I, I, I'm just drawn to it. And guess what? Things turn around because here. So let me answer the question because this is such a great question. Because I think a lot of people think it's BS. I think you think it's woo woo. And there is, and the problem is in the industry, and what's so great about what you do is you're the complete opposite of the woo woo. All right. You're practical. This is stuff that actually works. So you're not someone who's telling someone to go sit and meditate in the corner for 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 four hours a day and that their life is going to change, right? It's a completely different thing. But I think there's a lot of stuff out there by people who I would technically call charlatans in your space who are preaching things which sound great and which are easy to sell to some people. But to someone who's like a financial advisor, they're thinking BS, right? I got to dig in. I don't have time for this stuff. I don't have time. I've got to be, I don't have enough clients coming in. I got to work on my next marketing strategy. I'm not closing enough. I got to get better at selling, right? Oh, there's a new product. I got to learn that. And and what they're missing, and not just them, again, I, uh, this I'm talking to everybody. I'm talking to myself here. This is so great because it's like a therapy session for me, <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, um, it is that, yeah, you're not going to get past any of that stuff if up here isn't straight. You're just not, you're not even going to know what's holding. You don't even know what's holding you back. And you just keep pounding and pounding and pounding, doing the same things, working harder. And the only thing working harder is going to do is give you more hard work, right? And so if you're not getting where you want to be and you've got all the, the marketing tactics and all the marketing strategies, then it's up here. You're sabotaging yourself and you don't even know it. That's the thing. You don't even know it because it's so hard to self-diagnose. But I can tell you, like I said, Nina, when things are not going well, I immediately go back to the mindset piece because then it changes my energy. It changes my thought patterns, right? So if I'm thinking negatively, if I'm looking at the negative, I'm looking at the problem instead of looking for solutions, you get caught up in this dark spiral and you need something to break out of it. And that is, that's the mindset piece. And that's what you do so brilliantly. Are you frustrated with your inability to take the next steps to grow your practice and worry that your same old tired strategies don't seem to work any longer? If this is you, then listen up. Nina has spent the last two decades coaching financial advisors and has cracked the code to grow in AUMs, hitting bigger profits in your business and achieving a higher quality of life. You can now get access to those secrets in her game-changing book, Renegade Mindset, a financial advisor's guide to a peak performance mindset. In the book, Nina will share her proven process for success to take you from chasing clients to attracting high-paying ones by creating a success-driven mindset. So, if you are struggling with stagnation, then this could give you the breakthrough you've been searching for. This is different to anything you may have come across before. For being an awesome listener to this podcast, our team would like to gift you a free copy of the book, Renegade Mindset, a financial advisor's guide to a peak performance mindset. You can get your free copy at ninabook.org. You only have to pay for shipping and handling. Once again, the link to get a free copy of this book is ninabook.org. The link is also in the description. Don't miss out on this exclusive opportunity to grow your AUM and stop hustling for your next client. Now, 
back to the show. Thank you. And it's it's fascinating, isn't it? Because this is, you and I both know that it's the, it's the key part of any entrepreneur's tool set. And it's it's just something that we, we should all have. What is your favorite mindset practice that you are drawn back to when things aren't going well for you? Well, what do you like to do? Yeah, it's interesting. So I have a, a morning, a little morning routine that I do, which encompasses a number of different um, things. And I'll just give mine and you can pick and choose what you like out of it or whoever's watching or discard it all. But I think having a practice and it doesn't take a long time, by the way, it's very, very quick. But I think having a practice is one of the most important things that you can do, because if you don't, you're just going to other things are going to come up. But if you make it into a ritual, here's what I'm going to do. So the first thing that I do is I have a prayer for every day. All right. So my my first thing that I start with is a prayer um, and uh, it just sets me off in the in, in the right direction. And the, and then the next thing that I do is I read about I, I've got a list of the qualities and the traits of the person who I want to be. Right. I want to be courageous. I want to be I'm a person of uh, I'm relentless. I'm an action taker. And so I read that along with my definition about what those mean. Then I've got a bunch of inspiring um, quotes um, that that actually have meaning to me. And so one of them is um, from Tom Hopkins, who was a great, great sales trainer. And he he was actually the first person who I went to see speak um, right out of college. And I didn't even know that there was like you could get training and stuff like that. But Tom's quote is, um, and I've got a number of his, but, um, and I've been doing this one for years, for years. Um, I will win. Why? I'll tell you why, because I have faith, courage, and enthusiasm. And so that's a quote that I read and I read it with, with passion. And so that means a lot um, to me. And then I write down one thing that I'm grateful for. And um, I used to write down three and I, you know, there's different things, but with one, it really forces you to, at least for me to think about it and then actually feel the gratitude. When I was writing down a, a longer gratitude list, it would almost became a to do. Oh, I've got it here. I'm going to write down my list, which is not the point. So by writing down one thing and I try to write down one thing every day and some small things, right? Some, some, just some tiny things like for i'm so grateful for this amazing espresso that i'm drinking right and um and actually feeling the gratitude for it and so that's it and then the other thing that i do personally is i do i have a meditation practice um as well uh, it's a centering meditation and uh so i do that as well and so that takes a little bit longer but as far as the the basic mindset stuff that's that's what I do. And uh, it reminds me of who I am. Oh, then there's a visualization piece to it. Now, the way that I stink at visualization, I always have. So what I did is I have images and that I can look at that that trigger and have an emotional. I think the key is emotional, by the way. And you may disagree. I, I completely agree. It's all about the feeling. Yeah. And so I just didn't pick. I picked out images that I look at and it reminds me of what I'm going for and but it creates more importantly the emotion 
the feeling of it, right? And so that's basically it. Read my goals, read about who I want to be, visual, do the visualization with the images. That's how I do it. Um, do my prayer and, and then some of the quotes. I've got a bunch of them. I don't read them all every day. It's just let my eyes scan and I look at, you know, one. I almost do Tom's quote every day. I almost do Tom's quote every day. And how long does this take you? Oh, my God. Without the meditation, five minutes. Five minutes. And it yeah, five, the five minutes. If I really want to do the visualization, maybe eight minutes if I really want to get into it. But this isn't a long process. But it, but I think it's more important because my thing is, and again, you may disagree, and I'd love to get your take on it. My thing is, if, if you have a practice which is so long and so complicated and so onerous, you're not going to do it consistently. I think doing something consistently is more important than doing like putting together this crazy, ideal, perfect thing. And then, but then not doing it on a regular basis. Absolutely. I agree because the idea of sitting down for an hour, an hour and a half every morning to get my mindset practice ready. It, it, it would just mean that I wouldn't do it. My mindset practice, which I do every morning, takes me around 10 minutes. Then what I like to do is weave it into my day and anchor it maybe with a cup of tea so I remember it every time I have a drink. And then oh, maybe that's brilliant. I'll do something else. Yeah, so this is um, because it has to fit into your life. If anyone is listening thinking, oh, even 10 minutes a day, how many 10 minutes a day do we waste every single day? Multiple <laughs> times over. So we can grab one of those five, 10 minute slots and just use it to set yourself up for the day. So you're leading the day rather than chasing it. Yeah. Uh, the reason I'm laughing is how many 10 minutes? I mean, I, I wasted, uh, you know, it's it's Thanksgiving here when we're in, in the States when we're recording this and I've got all, I've got all the kids here. And so, um, and so I, I kind of hid out in my bedroom uh, <laughs> this morning for a little bit and wasted multiple 10 minutes on YouTube, multiple, not one 10 minute period, multiple. Right. And so, yeah, we, the, it's not a matter of time. It's a matter of it's a matter of wanting to do it. It's not even a matter of commitment. Change your identity to the person. I'm, I'm the person that does this. And I'm telling you, and it, it's not going to. The, I think the other thing is people give up. Right. They don't see. The it's not like if you do a direct mail campaign or if you do a seminar, you get immediate results, right? You can immediately see I did good, I didn't do good. With this, you typically it's not like you're going to do one 10 minute mindset thing in the morning and your life is going to change. And so you got to stick with it, but the rewards are truly incredible. They really, they, they really are. And then getting we all need coaching in this area too. Right. Because again, as I mentioned earlier, and this is what your your practice and what you do is, is so important, is you figure out what is holding someone back. And it's very difficult to figure that out on your own because you're inside your own head looking at it from your own perspective. And so when you work with someone like Nina, what happens is she draws out what the real issue actually is. And you're probably not even consciously aware of it. That's the beauty of that the work that you do. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate it. And I well, have it's my true. Own I'm not spots. saying it. I'm not saying it. I wouldn't be on the podcast if I didn't know this, right? Of course. I, you know, I, yes. I, some of your clients are advisors are also my clients, and so um, yeah, and so it's, it's such an important piece. So if there's something that's holding you back, it's probably up here. 
Absolutely. And I have my blind spots. So I need to work with my own mindset coach because I don't catch everything. And sometimes we don't want to go there. We don't want to face this we don't, stuff. Well, that's exactly right. We don't. So that's the other. I love that because and sometimes you kind of do know what the issue is, at least for me. Like sometimes I kind of do know and I keep it like literally this is where I feel it in my head. And I know you do work with this. Like where where is it in your brain? Um, I kind of feel it back here and I kind of ignore it. I don't want to bring it to the forefront, but I kind of know what it is. Yes, absolutely. And, and it's, uh, we need to get there and sort it and deal with it, sort it out. You said something really interesting. You said something about identity. So when, back when you were a magician and you you read or you listened to Jim Rohn and suddenly you know, the light bulb moment, your identity changed. It had to change because you went from someone who was earning 18000 to someone who suddenly started to getting lots of bookings yeah. <laughs> to making six figures. So you, in order for you to be able to do that, you had to have a shift in your identity first. Otherwise, you wouldn't have got to that level of success. And this is the thing which I think isn't always talked about, about who we are and our identity. So if any financial advisors who are listening have an identity of earning an X amount or having a certain level of client or having a certain amount of AUM, and they're stuck at that, and that's their identity, they're going to find it very, very difficult they're going to struggle to shift significantly. They may go move up a bit, but to significantly change their lifestyle and the lifestyle of their families is going to be a big ask for them. So for, for you, as you went through this identity shift, and we're always transitioning, we don't stay stuck at one place, you know, we're, we're shifting, then you became your identity shift to becoming a consultant, a mentor, a coach. Were you aware of these identity shifts or do you look back and think, wow, I was a different person back then and now I'm a different person. Now my vision has grown. My expectations have grown. Yeah. And yes, I wasn't aware of it at the time, but your it was interesting. Your your question just brought me back. Um, it really brought me back. It was kind of cool what just happened in my own mindset. And I think one of the biggest shifts was this is going to sound self-serving for me because I've got coaching groups and things like that, but it's a hundred percent truth. And I didn't re actually realize it until you asked me that question. What helped me shift my identity was being around different people, right? So if I was around the same people that I was always around, right? Or if I was just in a group of other magicians, right? So, you know, I went to magic, there was marketing conferences for magicians, but if I was just around that group, then my mindset would not have gone. I, there's no way I would have had that explosive growth. It was because I started being around other groups of joining other groups of entrepreneurs, being in other coaching programs that were not a single magician. I was the only magician in it and seeing what other people were doing in other industries because, and, and I realized that it, my business is no business, really literally no different than a financial advisor's business. I need to generate leads. I need to close sales. I need to deliver my service. I need to get referrals. My vehicle was just entertainment, but it's the same business. And so what shifted my identity was being around other people who were doing so far superior uh, and saying, wow, if they can do it, I, I can do it. And just, and you said it is constantly shifting. Well, I just personally joined a $50,000 a 
per year group because I want to be in that level with with now I'm at a that's a different level, right? Of people who are in there. And you're like, wow. Right. And I, I think it, until you it, unless you can see that, if you can't see it, if you're just insulated in your own industry, in your own group. Yeah, there's people that are doing well. But when you get out step outside of that, that was a huge major shift in my identity. A- and it also shifted that, hey, I'm um, I, my business is really the business of getting clients uh, in marketing and sales. That's the real business, right? So I, before I identified myself as a magician, uh, now I identify myself as a marketer of entertainment services. That was a huge, gigantic mind set shift for me because it put my focus on what was important. And interestingly, with that mindset shift, I got better at being a performer. Why? Because I was doing a lot more shows. Yes. And you believed in yourself. And, you know, your value, your worth, all of this stuff is really, really important. Yeah, it it it, it, it really is. Um, because if you can't see it, if you can't envision. So, you know, that for me, that was a 733% something increase in sales, right? Um, and but if you can't see that, and I didn't plan it, I didn't say I was going to do that, right? But by being around this and seeing other people who were had, had explosive growth, in, in their business had nothing to do with my business. You know, I said, look at that guy is no different than me. Why can't I do it? Right. So I, I think that is, is really important. Absolutely. And what's, what's your big motivation? What, what drives you every day? I love what I do. <laughs> so <laughs> I know you have a lot of fun with what you do. <laughs> yeah, I, I really do. I really love what I do. I mean, let's, let's be real. I mean, we're not going to give you some BS advice. I love the money, right? I make really good money. Um, I live in paradise in Marco Island, Florida, right? I live on an island. In uh, yeah, and yeah, in a new home, right? I, I, you know, and so I, I like fine dining. I like all of that stuff, but I also love what I do, and um, it's a, it's an interesting thing because um, if you look at as a performer, I'm still on stages. Some of them virtual, some of them I'm just not doing shows. But interestingly enough, um, we are starting that up again, uh, just kind of for fun. Uh, and, uh, so in fact, I've got a show coming up and so we're, we're doing that for fun. And so it's just having fun. And, um, and I love helping people. I mean, it is so cool to have, we just had a meeting here in Marco and people talking about mastermind group. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is the mastermind group. And, you know, we had a guy who did a, um, did a webinar, uh, excuse me, did an in-person presentation for only six people, excuse me, seven people. And he sold um, five out of the seven. Not bad, right? Oh, I failed to mention that he was selling a $96,000 franchise. You did fail to mention that. Yeah. And so what I'm saying is, no, I didn't do that. He did it. He just came. What I'm saying though is I was so excited for him. When when someone gives gives us that type of result or that type of testimonial, and again, it's not me, it's them. I'm excited yes. for them. Yes, yes. If, you love right? their win as much as they do. Oh, well, exactly. The first thing I do is I go run and tell my wife and we celebrate. Because and so really that's I I love that feeling. That's the applause. 
That is a true celebration. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's a wonderful result. And honestly, that's it. I mean, so the money and the quote applause. What is the biggest lesson that life has taught you so far? A little tiny question. Yeah, a little tiny question that everything happens for us, not to us. So if I, you know, we all have a story, we've all gone through trouble and heartache and different things. And when I look back at what were the darkest times, you know, the times where I was making no money at all, but that led me to this next thing, which led me to this next thing, which led me to this next thing. You know, when going through, when I got divorced, the darkest, by far the darkest, deepest, dark period of my life, which led me down a path of other relationships, which led me to the love of my life, Kalia, my wife, who like, I never knew that this is how it, was, it could be. I mean, literally, I didn't have any comprehension of how it could be. And all those, so all of those dark periods um, led me, I think a lot of it had to do with mindset, for sure, right? Not staying in that darkness, um, but led me to something greater and something better. So that, that um, everything in life happens for us, not to us. It all has a value, doesn't it? We think it's just the good bits that we want in life, but actually we have to have a contrast. Then we appreciate the good bits even more. Well, without the bad bits, would I would I have gotten the good bits? And appreciate them. And tomorrow's Thanksgiving in America, so the perfect time for gratitude. Yeah, perfect time, especially in this country or especially in all free countries. In fact, you know, we just went to... Um, and we're one of those, we have so many kids here. We have we have five kids and they have spouses and girlfriends, so our house is packed. And so we're one of these people that goes and gets the gets the Thanksgiving, right? We're not making the Thanksgiving here. And we were at a store um here in Florida called Seed to Table. And it is just abundance. You just walk in and you see just abundance, vegetables and meats and cheese, just crazy. And I looked at my wife and I said, Can you imagine? If someone from another country came here and and saw this, people who are you know, struggling to get water, right, and saw this, they would be amazed and we just take it for granted. And so we kind of just soaked it in. We kind of just looked at it and really felt grateful for all of the abundance. And I think that's the key part of mindset is feeling grateful um, for what you already have. Yes, absolutely. At the time of recording tomorrow is Thanksgiving. By the time the show goes out, Thanksgiving will have happened. But we can make every day a day of gratitude. Love that, right? I could talk to you for hours about this, but sadly, we've come to the end. How can our listeners and viewers find out more about you and the really important work you're doing helping entrepreneurs to build their businesses? Yeah, I would go to uh, DaveD.com. That's Dave, D-A-V-E-D-E-E.com. And um, on there, there is, um, you can get a, uh, a training, which includes my um, seven-figure PowerPoint template for putting together one-to-many sales presentations. And then we do a, a, a training where we walk folks through how to actually create um, their presentation. Uh, and there, we've, we've got videos and stuff all for free. And um, obviously, we have stuff to sell, right? Which, which will inform you about that as well. But the first thing is to just go to DaveD.com, get the free stuff and see if we resonate. And then if we are, we can take it from there. And if not, that's cool too. Wonderful. And for everyone who is with us, 
please do take advantage of this because Dave he it really is unique in this field and in, in how he sells, how he markets. It's very authentic. It's non-salesy. It brings great results. So do take advantage of all these wonderful freebies that he's offering at the moment. Dave, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure. And I can't wait to get this out, everyone to listen to it. And for everyone who's been listening and watching, thank you so much for your company. Until next time, bye-bye for now. I hope you enjoyed the episode today on the Wealthy Advisor Mindset. Make sure to hit subscribe on your chosen platform to get notifications on upcoming episodes. If this episode made you think of someone who you think would benefit from listening to it, then go ahead, take a screenshot and share this episode with them or post it on your social media to share with your friends and colleagues. You can catch the show notes for this episode and any mentioned links in the description. If you are a financial advisor who is struggling to grow your AUM and profits while creating a great work-life balance and you know it's because your mindset is stopping you or you have a specific challenge in mind that you would love Nina's feedback on, go to chatswithnina.org and grab a time that works best for you. We'd love to see if we can help you. Once again, it's chatswithnina.org. We will see you in the next episode.